Progressive is America's number one motorcycle insurer, so we understand motorcycles. No, really, we have a bike translator. Okay, so this bike feels like he's capable of a little more than just trips to the convenience store. Oh, also, he wants to let you know that you can buy a gallon of ice cream instead of a pint every time. <laughs> Those are his words. So he said roughly like, blink the last wheel. It doesn't really translate, but the way he said it was super funny. <laughs> Get 24-7 roadside assistance with Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Roadside assistance subject to policy terms and limits and may require comprehensive coverage. This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans, all ages, welcome to Section 336, Next Generation of Baltimore Sports Talk. I am your Indian Center host, Matt Soroka. As always, I'm joined by the button lover, Josh Soroka. Hey, Matt. How's it going? Oh, good. Think, things are good. Things are good. I'm excited for, uh, I'm excited. Once we get to February, I feel like baseball's around the corner. So just, just wait until February. We're almost, right, almost there. We're less than a month to pitchers and catchers. Yeah, and, uh, it was a hey, fun uh, week at, of all the top prospects being released, so we'll get into that a little bit later. Yeah, and at the moment, you and I are doing better than the Zany one. Yeah, unfortunate turn of events for the Zany one. So, uh, Zany one will be coming on in the future with a story time that he says is a pretty embarrassing story. Yeah. So, he had a little uh, roller skating incident this weekend, so he's in surgery as we yeah. uh There's nothing podcast. little about the incident. Yeah. No, he said the story is is more embarrassing when I was texting with him this morning. Okay. So I told him just don't even tell me yet. We'll get you on the show. Okay. Well, it's so. it's well, it ends up in the hospital having surgery, so it's painful. Right, it right. might be embarrassing, but it's painful. And did you see the photo of his of him? Of the egg? where they had to cut where they had to cut the pants off him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's so it, it it's didn't a go nasty, well. nasty skating injury. Right, but yeah, we'll, but we'll you, have a game on talk about that. Yeah, we'll have. I, I, he was due in. I was hoping to get him in this week. It's his birthday week. Yeah, uh, so I was hoping to get him in get here. Some Ravens week, talk, Warriors talk. Sure, yeah. But uh, he is, uh, I'm sure, not with us at the moment. Well, he's still alive, just like un, in a not available. He's in surgery. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's knocked out. So we wish us, you know, whatever. Wish the best. Wish whatever. No, right. we wish, wish the, the prayers, best for prayers. first. Uh, right and a speedy recovery right right think i'll be limping on opening day yeah i don't know can we get a handicap sticker and get some better parking i mean it's kind of like yeah well i mean it's kind of like super bowl when we had to travel around with dad and his leg in a cast oh yeah i forgot we're gonna have to do the same with the zany one 
Yeah. We're going to have to maneuver him around, use that elevator. Better kerfuffle through the airport. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Might cause some issues. Yeah. So, how's your week been? Better than Bert's. No, it's been... It's Better been, than uh, Bert's. No, it's been fine. It's been good. It's been good. We got... Did I tell you... Yeah, go ahead. Did I tell you last week that I agreed to head coach Little League? Yeah, I, I got an email this week uh, calling for coaches. I didn't respond okay. to the email. But you did. I sent good my, for you. So... Last week, I had my 9U draft, right? which I couldn't believe we were really doing. Picking names out of the Which is a bunch of grown men drafting players based on names. For no the other record, stats I know about these people but names. For the record, the Orioles, you know, in the international draft or international <laughs> signing. It's very similar. Similar age group that they're shooting right. after. But, so. but, uh, but I hope that Mike Elias takes a different technique than my strategy for, na- for drawing names. Do you are you building I went, a one million dollar compound for them to come work out so you can kind of see them? I uh, no, I did not invest, and I will. I am going with uh, the Oriole way, though. We will follow the Oriole way. We are the St. Augustine or uh, whatever uh, league we're in. Orioles. Okay. We are the Orioles. Okay. So that's good. I got that. I got my way there. But uh, no, my strategy yeah, for drafting nine year olds. Yeah. Really, and I had two rules. I was not going to draft two players of the same name. Mm, sure. So I wasn't going to have Ryan 1 and Ryan 2 right. or Josh and Josh S. Not right. doing that stuff. Not right. on my team. Rule number two, I was choosing names that I could pronounce. Mm, so if you had a tough name, maybe I'll let someone else draft you. That may be racist. I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that. I, I don't it think it's racist. racist. It's, it could be. It's, we all know that I am bad at pronouncing, pronouncing names. Yeah, specifically non-American and names. I, yeah. yeah. No, have you seen the, the, what people are naming their kids now? It doesn't matter what race. Okay. They're all complicated. Okay. So I went with names that I can pronounce. That was my strategy because I had no information about the kids. I didn't know how many years they've played. I don't know what positions they play. I don't know their skill level. So all I have to go off of is names. All right. And, so and, so, you, so you did it? You drafted a so bunch of guys? I drafted my players. Yeah. I sent a nice email out to uh, – to all the parents. Okay. And I created the group app where all the parents can talk. You get any responses? And Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did, were there yeah. any sibling pairs? Like, did you look for last names and, and try to get a pair in there? I have no pairs. I do have – I did draft two girls. Oh, good. Very there's progressive. Two, there's, only two, there's, there's only two girls in the league. I took them both. Did they have names like Chris and you're like, you didn't realize they were girls and you draft like, oh. No. Okay. No, no, no. It was intentional no. drafting of girls. It was intentional draft pick that I wanted some girls. You're very progressive, team. Josh. Look very you. intentional. You won't say certain, you won't draft people with certain names, but you'll draft females. That's, but that's strategy. right. It's because it's not a it's not a racism issue. It's a I know my limits. Yeah, I know yeah, what I can sure. speak and not be embarrassed. Sure. Um, but uh, but so anyway, I type up this nice draft is on Thursday. Friday night, I type up this nice email saying, hey, a week from tomorrow. You didn't call them like they do in the NFL? They weren't sitting on the couch waiting with their family? And you give them a big call and they jump up and down excited? I guess it wasn't. No, no, no. Maybe next time. Maybe next time. I type up a nice email. I introduce myself. I say, hey, I get to coach. I'm so excited to coach your nine-year-olds. Hey, we get to be the Orioles. I fell in love with baseball because of the Orioles season when I was nine years old. That 1989 Why Not season. It's a great year to be a baseball fan. Right, I just say, hey, I love baseball. Nine-year-old is when I fell in love with baseball. I can't wait to coach your kids. I prefer to be nine years old right now. I got a text message and an email from two different parents. Okay. 
wanting their kid off my team. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My whole resistance to doing this was because of parents. And I had one. Because they want to uh, be email. with one of their friends, probably, right? Well, one email was, uh, sorry, we have decided that our son will not be playing baseball this year. Mm. And I'm like, okay, is that because of me? <laughs> like, there was my impression because I wrote in the email that, hey, it's nine years old and I just want baseball to be fun. Yeah. They then to say, hey, we're not playing. Yeah. And the other one was a text message of, hey, I want him to be on this team with this other person. He wants to be on his old team. Yeah. I'm sure there's so a lot. I had that. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, ha- so I lost two kids. I got another kid given to me today off the. Uh, off the wait list, and I'm going to get another kid off the wait list tomorrow. The so I'll wire. still be back to 11 teams, but I got to get some off the waiver wire. Yeah. Yes. So it's been a, it's been an interesting uh, first couple of days as head coach, Josh. Yeah. Well, maybe the first day of practice when the other coaches scream at their nine-year-old kids and all the kids that start crying, maybe they can get sent well, to you. So I was thinking about this because the first day of practice is next Saturday. It's supposed to be Thursday, but Thursday's my birthday, and I already had plans, so we're not going to practice on Thursday. Okay, I see where your priorities are already. Saturday. Yeah. All right. Yeah, family. Family. Priorities will always be family. Oh, well, um, if you want to get to the top in the coaching ranks, that's not a way to do it, but uh, do you, Josh? Right, right. Oh, oh, I also got a phone call from one dad oh. talking to me about how spring baseball is a whole lot more serious than fall baseball. Okay. And I didn't know if that was like a warning shot. Like, uh, hey, you said you want them to have fun. This is serious baseball. They're nine years old or not. I was a little a little weird at that. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. So, But, but, uh, but he's not coaching. But that, that dad sounds like he should be a coach. I think, he's, I think he's assistant, helping out as an assistant coach. That's right. I think I have four dads that offer to assistant coach. Oh, that's great. That's great to have that. So, yeah. No, that's good. Coaches. That's yeah. good. And, I, and I'm trying to get Emma to come out and help out as well. Okay. So that would be good. You guys have but a coach's meeting? Them, uh, Are you calling a coach's meeting? I said, no, no, no. We're going to do the first practice, and then I let me judge the coaches, and then I'll – because I can only find, have two official assistant coaches, so it's going to be a little tryout for me okay. at this first practice of who's going to be the official assistant coaches. Yeah. A little word of advice. You want to pick the weakest ones to be the assistant coach so you're not having to compete with some kind of power-tripping dude. You want to pick out the weak ones. Like I said, my concern for going into all of this was parents. And now I realize that I'm now saying this on a podcast and these parents are probably creeping me out and going to find this podcast. Yeah, well, I understand that. Don't worry. I, I would, I would probably house. Google my son's coach too. I Googled my son's last coach. Yeah. And if you Googled yeah. your name, I don't know what comes up when you Google your name, but if like you a cannot podcast Google my name, one of the top five things, I would listen to a podcast that my coach is on. And this is probably right. right the episode that they would find and listen to. So yeah, that's that's I'm understanding that now as we talk. Yeah, maybe um, you should have uh, thought this through a little more. All right, when you Google Josh Soroka, all right, my LinkedIn comes up, my Twitter comes up, my Instagram, my Facebook, my YouTube. Um, something about Urban Dictionary, and then uh. Film study. Apparently, we have really good, bad Google SEO because Section 336 does not come up when you Google my name. All right, but Josh, it comes right up if you Google Josh Roca Baseball. So, so, so maybe if there if, you do, or if you click on my Twitter. Yeah, if you click on now Twitter. I'm more concerned that our website sucks. Why is we? Why are we not on the front page of Google when yeah, I search my? I don't name? really care if these parents hear this. The real problem is uh, the algorithm, the Google algorithm. Yeah. Um, 
And if you search Section 336, we don't come up. Uh, we come up as a picture, but nothing, not, not up. Okay. I'm going to be really mad if I Google machine, if we're just playing the Google machine now, if I Google Oros podcast and bird's eye view comes up for us, I'm about to leave this whole podcast. Um, Let's see. If I search Matt Soroka, your Twitter comes up. Oros podcast. Locked in Orioles. Why do they come up first? Because they're daily. Because they're daily. That ticks me off. All right. And the Verge is up there. All right. I buy the Verge. All right. No, I always. Oh, see, I don't like the I don't like the layout when you go on uh, Google as far as our podcast. I do always check where we fall if you search Orioles into the podcast app, the Apple Podcast okay, app. Okay. So it's generally it's generally locked on Orioles on the Verge, us and Masson, and I'm okay with that layout. Okay. Yeah. I accept that. So I'd like to get further up, but that's not up to us. That's up to the listener. Yeah, that's you got to go give us five star reviews. Yeah, and it's hard to compete against a daily show. But hey, I think we're going to do some type of daily stuff once the season starts. Well, we'll see. Just might focus on uh, TikTok. Yeah. Maybe. But anyway, I'm excited about head coaching. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to hear your updates. Parents, parents I'm a little concerned about. So I, I'm like, you know, I had to address the parents in this email. I figured at the first practice, I need to talk to parents. So I was thinking I really am emphasizing like kids having fun this year and stuff. Right. And I I think I'm going to reuse the term the Orioles way to refer to that. Even though the Orioles way is more fundamentals and practice practice practice. Right. I think it's going to I'm going to use that the, the Orioles way as hey, it's just to loosen up and have fun out there. Yeah. And practice. Yeah. Practice fundamentals. Not worry about big big things. Fact practice we're going to practice fundamentals at our practice and let the games play out. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing the response because I think this could be turned into a total disaster. Josh is trying to change the culture of Which, youth bro? sports single-handedly at a, at that a is, little that is a, Florida. That, so uh, that is I wish my you concern. All the best, Josh, but uh, I don't know how this is going to turn. That out. is my concern. That is my my concern is it's changed super so hyper parents. Yeah, yeah, we like we've I, crossed a bridge here in sports culture among young. We people. have, and and, and no part of why I want. Right, but that's part of why I also want to coach, is because I really think we ruined kids with sports culture, yeah. with trying to make every little kid a a left hand uh, Brian Mattis. Yeah. So I just can't get my kid to hit left handed. I want him to be a switch hitter, and he throws he throw left. Left-handed? He throws left. All right. But I can't get him to hit. He hits right. That's fine. You'll get. He can get left handed once he gets down. Just let him hit the ball first. Okay. Well, come I'll on. T- come on. If he doesn't crazy parent, if he doesn't take ten swings from both sides of the plate, he doesn't eat dinner that night. So we have different styles. We have different styles. All right. Yeah. Meanwhile, I went and bought a plunger today for my for my baseball practice on Saturday. Oh, nice. How much time have you spent on YouTube looking at uh, fielding ideas and fielding drills? Or TikTok? Uh, I bet TikTok know, has a bunch of fun. Because I for TikTok. teaching, I get so many crazy fun ideas for teaching. From the TikTok machine. I bet they have fun, idea. good ideas with coaching too. That's a great idea from TikTok. What I've been doing on YouTube yeah. is I've been watching I've been watching Ripken videos. Okay. I've been watching Billy Ripken talk about coaching youth. Okay. That's what I've been doing. Because right. I like I really respect Billy Ripken. Well, and I think what his family has done is for youth baseball, like I believe we're in the Ripken League or Babe Ruth League. I don't remember where the age cut off. There's one there's certain ages that's Babe Ruth and that goes to the Ripken League. 
Um, I really am impressed with their family did. So what I, so yeah, so I've been seeing some things on there, and one of the things that Billy Ripken talked about was a game called Big Ball, where you put a plunger inside the tee, and then it it's a bigger cup. So instead of a ball on there, you can put a soccer ball on there, mm. and then you hit that, and it teaches the kids to just hit hard instead of the fundamentals where we always say just just make contact, make contact, make contact. Here's a game where the goal is hit hard, hit hard, hit hard. Yeah. So we're going to do – so I'm, I decided that at part of – we're going to kind of end each practice with a game of kickball, but instead of kicking the ball, you're going to hit it – or it's going to be big ball. You're going to hit it off the tee, off the plunger. Yeah. Just make sure so you I'm, explain I'm, to parents that the goal is to work on launch angle and exit velocity. Just explain that. No, no, no. And that's a good <laughs> no, set. it's power. Right. Yeah, right. Like, do you think exit velocity is a result of that power. Yeah, it is exit velocity. So you're, I see what you're saying. You're saying tell the kids, hey, we're hit it as hard as you can. We're having fun. Yeah, and then tell, the, tell parents. the parents, we're working on exit velocity today. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Talk up to the to the to the to the analytics crowd. Yeah. So that's cool. But we, so yeah, so I'm sure I'm going to be doing updates on uh, a little league as much as I can without calling out the kids. I'm trying to make baseball fun again. All right. So. One man on a mission against the culture of sports. I love it, Josh. Go, go for it. So, gotta do it. I'm ordering. Uh, for you have to give game balls, so I'm ordering Oreo balls to give away as game balls. So the kids, because it's their Oreo team. So it, it makes. I'm trying to. I'm balls. trying to do fun. Trying to have fun. All right. So, after all, I mean, after all, that's all what baseball is. That's the whole point of why base we love baseball so much is it's fun. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree, Josh. I agree. But I feel like you're uh, Don Quixote here trying to romanticize we'll something that has been ruined. We'll see what but, happens. But I am. That may have been why I drafted two girls. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing the results. Me too. Me too. I will uh, either be beat up by the parents or I'm starting to wave. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. But nine-year-olds, they're pitching, right? They pitch themselves. Yes, nine year old is the nine year old is the first year of pitching. Okay, so eight years is the sling, nine years is pitching. So yeah, I have to develop pitchers and teach people to throw and pitch. Yeah, for, which for, come on, they're nine years old. I want them to have fun. It's really going to be: can you throw the ball across the plate? I'm not worried about a wind up and delivery point. Um, what about mixing we'll up get the pitches, changeups, and sliders? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to be teaching any release points. And spin rate. All right, you can get Tyler Wells out there, Josh. He's close by. Can you get him out there might, for like a guest? Uh, I might give. I might give Tyler a call and say, "Hey, can you uh, show up and uh, you know shake hands, show the dads, tell the dads I know everything I'm talking as, about." As credibility, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Tell the dads. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, so. they did um, with Silas, and, and we'll get off this topic and get to some oral promos and real talk. I don't but. Know. Uh, <laughs> They, they they did send an email out to all the t-ball parents because my son you know is five just starting t-ball it's going to be his first year playing baseball and they never used the word i was just like the word fun was never used in the email but they really um let me see fundamentals they talk about enjoy the game um and they okay. use the word fundamentals a lot um but but they said it's going to be more focused on instructional less on the games at the t-ball level oh. there'll be some games it's more oh. focused on instructional um, Let's see. I said in mine. I said my goal for the season is to help kids fall in love with baseball. 
Baseball clicked for me at the age of nine, and I finally started to understand some of the details of the game and the Baltimore Orioles' 1989 season set a pace for a lifelong passion. Wins and losses happen, but in the end, it isn't what makes baseball fun. My goal is to be a team that has fun and supports each other. That was my little intro and setup. Okay. Yeah, there's a line in here saying our goal is to look confident and love with the game. There we go. Okay. I said I said fun multiple times. All right. Speaking of fun, Josh, let's get to some more of his promotions. All right. I mean, hey, I've been wanting to talk about this for like three weeks. I know. We've had guests was this, on. This was announced January 10th. I know. I know. I know. Then we had Tyler Wells <laughs> But hey, we had, we had Tyler Wells and uh, Mark Stevens. Great guests. If you're, hey, if you guys are reading um, The Fireballer, shoot us a message. Let us know. Because I really did enjoy the book. Yeah. Josh, we're just one step away from doing our, our book club idea here. I'm almost done. I am almost done with the with uh, the fairy tale. Okay. As I work through as I work through the F category in the library. Finished Fireball and now I'm on Fairy Tale. Okay. I'm going backwards. But then we can have some book talk. All right. All right. Yeah. So Josh, do you want to go through all the promos? You want to share out your favorite promos? I mean, my favorite you know what my favorites are. My favorites are the bobbleheads. Right. And I love that we finally have, what, five bobbleheads, I think? So the first one is Ryan Mountcastle on May yeah. 27th. You go with Ryan Mountcastle. Is he bobblehead worthy? Ryan Mountcastle is bobblehead worthy, yes. Okay. There is no one on the list that is not bobblehead worthy, by the way. There's no – yeah. And now, I mean, I feel like Everyone the first on this time list. in a while we have um, a list of, of worthy bobblehead guys. August fifth, yes. and maybe I'm skipping in there, but just August fifth, I'm just scrolling. August fifth is is the one I'm excited about. Eddie Murray bobblehead. Yeah, of course, Eddie Murray. Which reminds me, I still need a Boog Pal bobblehead. Someone last year needs to hook me up and send me a Boog Pal bobblehead. But yeah, Eddie Murray, classic bobblehead. It needs to go on there. Have we? Am I crazy? Or we did Jim Palmer, we did Boog Pal. And now we're doing Eddie. Where's the Cal Ripken bobblehead? I think I'd say Brooks Robinson. Um, no, are we going in like, is, is there some order that they're doing? Is there the year they go into the hall? No, because we didn't have a Frank, and Frank would have been earlier. We're missing Frank, Earl, and Cal, right? To be honest, Josh, I didn't even know we had a Boog. So, um, Boog, was la- Boog was last year. Okay. I, didn't I know you had a lot either. going on last year, yeah. but Boog was last year. But yeah, Eddie Murray, and the, yeah, the Eddie Murray bobblehead is classic. So, and that's on... They're doing like a 40th anniversary of the World Series. So that's what they're, they're doing, Eddie Murray, then. Okay. All right. Um, I like. And then. Uh, okay, go ahead. They're, oh, and one of the bobbleheads, I guess if you count this as a bobblehead, the first bobblehead is actually. I, I didn't even count this one, but it's an Oriole, right? The Oriole bobblehead. The Oriole bird. And the problem with that one is it's kids only. But I don't really count that one either. Yeah. No. But you did skip on June 10th. The Adley Rushman bobblehead. And I like that one because it goes along with the Marvel series. We've had Manny Machado Iron Man in the past. And this is a Captain America, who is my favorite superhero, Adley Rushman. So I like that. Captain America, I like the idea of Captain America behind the plate. So I'm good with that. Yeah, no, I'm good. I mean, Adley, I, I think I already have an Adley Rushman bobblehead, I think, um, from the minor uh, leagues. Yeah, I, right. But I don't have an Adley. But he, we've had bobbleheads. But if you look at minor league bobbleheads, never look quite right. Yeah, I know. I agree. They're there, but they're never quite right. So 
Um, an Adley Captain America bobblehead, but let's be real, we're probably gonna have Adley bobbleheads every single year. He's the star. Yeah, yeah. I don't think this would be his first. There's gonna be an Adley giveaway every year. Josh, the other one so, I know you're excited for is the Felix Batista bobblehead. We don't know what that one will look I, like. It better be in a big leather jacket and a wire inspired one. Okay. I also heard people calling for him like on a mountain, because you know he's sometimes called the mountain. I could I could go with him on a on a mound, like a on a mountain mound. Yeah. But I don't need him on a mountain. We had, we have like the Kevin Gallsman riding a dragon bobblehead, and that thing's it's cool, but it's just, I don't even know where it is now on my shelf. But it's just big and bulky, so I don't really need that. Well, where I don't I, like that either. Wasn't with, that the one the Game of Thrones? We had to have a special ticket to get the bobblehead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and see, that's I, don't, I, don't, I see. I don't like that bobblehead, even though it's a cool I don't, idea. Because just because ticket. the whole notion, you had to buy a special ticket to get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this, I, they had a Stranger Things Oriole Bird one, and it was cool. But I wasn't going to pay the extra, the extra ticket for it. Yeah, I don't. I don't like that. I don't like it either. Um, but I, I think if they could get him up with Omar and the big leather jacket and dragging the bat, yeah. even though he's not a beta, even though he's not a, he has no idea who Omar is. Batter. No, I know he does. He has no clue. Yeah. But it would still look pretty good. Yeah. No, no matter what, a Felix. The other here's when is the Felix Batista giveaway? Uh, it's in August. It's the end of August. August twenty. See, see, that's that's a little bit of a gamble because he had such a good year last year. What is he going to look like in August of sophomore year? If he's having a sophomore slump, and we get to August with with and it's Felix Batista, that should have been one of the early ones. It's a good question. I wonder how many Josh relie Oriole relievers have had their own bobblehead. Uh, Darren O'Day had a Star Wars one. I remember that. Okay. Zach Britton, I'm sure, has had yes, some. Yes, Zach Britton. Um, I bet they're quite but rare. Yeah. No, no, no. I don't not. think so. Brian, no, I think Brian, didn't Brian Mattis have some? But didn't he get it maybe when he was a starter before he moved to the uh, pen? Maybe. Maybe so. Chris Tillman, I got, I've got a Chris Tillman one over here, but he was a starter. Yeah. Um, I got a Hunter Harvey. But from the minors. Yeah, but he was a, star- he was a yeah. starter, and it was minors. Yeah, yeah not many relief pitchers. I guess Zach. I guess as a closer, it's more legitimate. Yeah. But um. Anyway, I like all the bobbleheads. The problem is, I'm not going to be there for. I don't think any of those games. Really? So I'm going to need some people to mail me some stuff. Yeah, I might try to make yeah. a trip up to the summer. Uh, try to schedule yeah, it for a Eddie Murray bobblehead. I'm going to try to work that out. Yeah, I always come up the end of June, so I don't. That won't be around any of those. Yeah. Um, you might be able. You like, you you could you would be in town for the LGBTQ Pride Night and also the Orioles the Purple Pride night. Jersey. Orioles is is that the same as the? Okay, the Pride Jersey is the twenty fourth, so I guess it's that same week. Oh, I thought no, that's Purple Pride. I thought that was a Raven shirt, a Raven jersey. Is Purple Pride LGBTQ? Oh, I don't know. I it's in the same Pride. week as so, LGBTQ Pride Night that same week, so I don't know. Oh, see, oh, maybe they're tricking. <laughs> maybe they don't want backlash, so they're calling it Purple Pride. I don't know. Hey, is this the images they have on the Orioles website? Is that the actual image of the promotion? I'm looking at the yes. Orioles on July 1st, the Orioles Hawaiian shirt. Is that the? I think yeah, that's that a pretty would... cool Hawaiian shirt, actually. Um, um, yeah, my wife have... hates all the Hawaiian shirts I have. She never lets me wear them. But I gotta, yeah, I gotta it... get them now because that's the away game attire, right? Is the Hawaiian shirt is what you wear to away games. Yeah, you're right. Now I do like the giveaway hat on June 23rd, where it's the old like 83 font. 
I like that. I like that hat too. That's a good looking hat. The Orioles cap. So I'm I'm right cool there. with that. But yeah, see, it's is it, it's purple. No, see, Saturday's purple Pride Night, and Wednesday is LGBTQ plus Pride Night. Okay. Which is a special package. So I think it's awesome. Ravens. Okay. I think purple Pride means Ravens. All right. I like to see the crossover between Orioles and Ravens. Yeah. No, I like I like all that. It's better than a soccer jersey. Yeah, I don't There's really no soccer the, team to cross over with. How do you feel about the I, Orioles cross body bag? Um, and I didn't. This is the first time I've heard the cross body bag being called that. Um, it's is a, that a man purse. It's a fanny pack. Oh, it's a fanny pack. Yes. Why is it a cross body bag? Because that's how I Emily told me about this maybe a year ago, maybe two. two because there, I know, I know, guys are that's people are wearing it like over your shoulder. Yes, like you wear it over the shoulder. But it, but why? Why did we change the name? Because it's you wear it across the body. You don't wear it over your fanny anymore. But it's the oh. same thing. It's a fanny pack. It's a, yeah, it's a fanny pack. Yeah. Good marketing. It's Someone good. said, "Hey, we got a I got a warehouse full of fanny packs. How can we sell these? Let's put them on TikTok and say they're cross body bags." Yeah, I'm not wearing a fanny pack, but I'll, I'll sport a cross body bag. Absolutely, I will. I'll wear I'll wear a fanny pack. Well, I'm not. I'll um, cross body bag. Is uh, I don't know. It's I. It's black with a tiny Orioles logo. You got to do better than that for me. It's an Orioles giveaway. What for the cross body bag? Yeah, the crossbody bag. Yeah. Um, so, but I don't know if this is. It feels like more promotions than normal. I don't know if that's true. It, it is. feels like it's more than normal. It feels like a lot of promotions. It does. I don't know if it's. It's more because we also have t-shirts nights that haven't fully been announced yet, as far as what they are. Yep, there's a um, bunch of t-shirts. It's our, but it makes sense. I've been ranting for years on this that the Orioles need one more bobbleheads. They normally just have one. This year they have five. Yeah. How do you that they need more giveaways? We've been I've been ranting about this for years because it brings people to the games. And we have an up-and-coming team, a really exciting team to cheer for. If you get people coming for the cross-body bag, then they might come back just because they had a good time. So I love it. Yeah, they're always fun atmosphere games. How do you feel about the yeah. Orioles' uh, wearable flag? Is that something that – I don't know exactly what that means, a wearable flag, but is that something that I'm assuming. Interest? I'm assuming it's like a cape. Yeah. Right? I, I don't know. But it's I'm, not I'm cool to wear capes it. anymore either. That's kind of like the fanny pack thing. Oh, I went, was it last weekend? Uh, last weekend I went to Universal. Everyone in there wearing a cape. They wear capes? I've never seen so many grown men wearing capes. Grown men, not just kids? No, it's all grown. No, the little Harry Potter land. Yeah. All these all these adults wearing capes walking around. Like Harry Potter capes? It's, like wizard capes? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know those Harry Potter was even still cool. I thought they were wearing superhero it's, capes. It's the biggest collection of nerds I've ever seen. Mm. And they're all, it's all grown adults in Harry Potter capes waving their little wands around at things in Harry Potter land. That's and then the rest of the park, you can walk around freely. You go to Harry Potter land and it's shoulder to shoulder with nerds waving sticks. That's funny. It's the weirdest thing I ever, I tried to relate. I tried to, I tried to tell Kelly, I'm like, well, maybe this is just like when I go, like I wear Orioles gear all the time. But I couldn't make it work. I couldn't make the relation work. I do not understand all these nerds in Harry Potter. Hey, I love Harry Potter. Um, I was there the week if, Harry Potter Land opened. Um, I'm not walking around. I'll, I'll get myself a glass of butterbeer if the line's not too too long. They had like five lines for butterbeer, and they were all long. I know. When I went, I we didn't go in a single store just because I'm not waiting in an hour line to walk in a store it's, to buy stuff. I, I'm, not, I'm not doing that. 
the wands are 50, 60 bucks, and every grown adult's there waving their little stick around. Yeah. Josh, do I see the home run chain in your background somewhere? Yeah, it's back there. Yeah. <laughs> What's your problem? I was What's just your comparing problem? you spending money on a stupid home no, run No, I thought about that. The, I tried. The There's a comparison. I tried. Here's what I couldn't relate to. Yeah. No, I tried. Here's the problem I, I couldn't relate to. Oh, you bobbleheads. The Orioles, play, yeah. the Orioles play 162 games every year. Every day I watch an Oriole game, I don't know what the ending's like. Harry Potter has like six books and like four movies. And they haven't done a new one in like 15 years. Okay, you're, first of all, there's more books. So, but every do. day, these nerds are excited about and this? there are new movies and there are new books that, that have come out recently. I don't know about that. Don't ask what they're called. But yeah, J.K. Rowling has been busy. I don't know about that. She's been busy. I, I don't know. I, no, no. She got, she got like, didn't she get like in trouble because she said a woman's a woman? She got in trouble, but she's still producing books. The, what, the, well, how can she, how can that happen? Because there were all these woke nerds waving sticks around. In, in 2020, she wrote The Ichabog, which is a, a spinoff of something Harry Potter. Um, but that's also, not Harry Potter. Well, it's a spinoff of the Harry Potter. It's the wizarding world of Harry Potter. Okay. All right. Fine. Fine. Also, by the way, Josh, speaking of, yeah. um, of book talk, sticks. she writes good books, too, outside of Harry Potter. She goes by a pseudonym called Robert Galbraith, and she writes like a um, detective series. That's actually really is good. good. Is it good? Yeah. Is there is there magic? There, there's no magic. It's this old is there... detective um, who is overweight and retired. What's and he's out there solving crimes. What's the Harry Potter ball game? Quidditch. <laughs> okay, all right. I still, I was. Right. I I will say I I went on all the I went on a bunch of rides at Universal. Rides. I didn't go. I didn't go on. I went on one Harry Potter. Okay. I went on a Harry Potter roller coaster. Did you but do I the didn't one go on the other two Harry Potter rides. In the broom and the spider drops down. No, no. Okay. Because it was a three-hour wait for the nerds. Okay. And then the one where you're in the little uh, motorbike was another three-hour wait. So I didn't do that. Yeah. But you have. To, I hated Harry Potter Land. You have to admit to play Quidditch. You might not agree with the the, the whole nerd world, but you have to be an athlete to to play Quidditch. You're on that broom. You have to balance yourself. It's physical people bumping up against you on your broom. I, it's a but it's a magic. Sport. But it's magic. It's sure. Magic broom. Sure, but you can still fall off the broom and get seriously injured. How you got the magic? Well, they magically fix you together. See, no but you deal. still get hurt. If we, I wish, I wish the Orioles had some magic to magically fix together our uh, pitching staff. Do a little repairo. That's what they say. Yeah, exactly. A little repairo. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Um. But yeah, any other promotions you want to talk about? I think we've. Uh, I, I mean, I would no, like a I'm, Harry I'm Potter Orioles crossover. Was there anything missing from like I would like a you know oh. a Harry Potter Orioles Quidditch crossover? But I, I nothing stood out as missing. They covered. I'm, I I would like the Orioles to take a year off from the Hawaiian shirt. Oh really? I am getting tired of every year they got to reinvent the Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, they're running out of designs, probably. Yeah. So I, I'm. I'm. I'm the Venture X card from Capital One gives you premium travel benefits. Perfect for seeing Taylor Swift The Eras Tour. Presented by Capital One. Ooh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and ten times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. 
This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. At Kroger, shopping with pickup and delivery is the same as shopping in-store. Same low prices, deals, and rewards on the same high-quality items. It's one small click for groceries, one big win for busy families everywhere. Start your cart today at Kroger.com. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Valentine's Day is almost here, and we can help with everything from a romantic dinner to floral bouquets, chocolate-dipped strawberries, and so much more. Happy Valentine's Day not crazy about that um i don't know Pfizer sunglasses that sounds good that sounds usable something to keep in your car no, I, I don't know see... that's 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 uh it's anti people with um you know eye problems the, oh. i can't wear those glasses <laughs> i can't i, I can't I, if i drove i would get in a car okay with my bad vision so i don't appreciate right that. right all right so if you're wearing glasses you can't put them over i got it yeah yeah they, um, they need to address that all right i uh, like i said my only concern is that the felix batista bobblehead is in is august 26 that's my only concern is that is really late and that could be depressing okay i can't um, believe you would even go there I, that never I like even that crossed they, my mind and i like I, I like that they brought back the hoodie Instead of the instead of the vest, I like that. But yeah, no, I, great job by the Orioles marketing team. Um, I think they. I still think you could come up with some pun giveaways, which is fun. Uh, but really great job, big improvement over the past couple of years. They didn't. Pick I just up, hope the Orioles are still here in a few years. You're assuming um, they, they they didn't pick up on any of the trends from last year, right? Like, there's no Call of Duty stuff. There's no home run chain stuff. Because maybe you, no. you don't know this year what what the new stuff. Will no, and you're right. I'm kind of surprised they aren't doing like a home run chain giveaway. But I guess they sold enough of them in the store. They're like, hopefully we can keep it going and sell more. Yeah, yeah. I I almost but wish no. that because you don't know what the latest thing will be that you had some, and because usually don't add promos to the schedule. But they don't. Almost and like I wish, keep a blank well, what, open date in like August for whatever's you know. Right, but it's also like they have to order them so yeah, far ahead true. of time. That's true. Or you end up with so like I a did, black Brian Roberts bobblehead and it's too late to return him or something. Yeah. Uh, no, that wasn't. That was a mistake. That was a manufacturer mistake, not an order mistake. And I got them over on my shelf over here. Yeah. So it's all good. So, um, but you I know what I got? These... I got twice. Two was it last or two 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 years ago? Twice vouchers for bobbleheads for minor league games that's a huge disappointment and then i never go back i never got the bobbleheads because i'm not going back there getting well, what yeah I, I understand that um are you going to any of the orioles caravans that got announced in our in our travel in our uh interview episodes yeah, but you're not up there anymore. No, so I forgot. Up. I keep thinking you're normally our, our coverage. Yeah. for the Orioles car- caravan. Yeah, and I would go to the caravan. I went to the caravan a couple years ago when they were in Annapolis pre COVID, post Fan Fest. Um, the the caravan in Annapolis, and you know there was a great long line for Chairman Mancini, but then there were short lines like for Ryan McKenna, 
um, you know, got Saz's first autograph from Ryan McKenna. Um, got to talk to him for a little bit. Yeah. I, I like I met, it. It I makes met, the players I met Duke, more approachable. It's smaller yeah, crowd. I met. I, like du- I met and it. talked with Duquette. At, I met, went and talked to Duquette at a uh, caravan. Yeah, they also did something. I forget what it was at Camden Yards, where I got my picture fan with fest. Sigma Dell and Mike Elias. It was like a fan fest type thing. Yeah, but it wasn't fan fest. It was right. more like the caravan, but just at on Utah Street, and it was rainy, so like no one I, was there. It was it was nice. I do like. That the caravan is a lot more again, like everything else, just like the promotions, a whole lot more stops. Yeah, it's only and there it's only five days, but it's one two. Hit up the Eastern Shore, which five, I appreciate. Six, seven, eight. But Josh com- looks like four, 14 stops compared to Fan Fest. And listen, it doesn't matter. We're not involved. We're not going to either. But compared to fan, a lot of people still are clamoring that I think- they wish they would bring back Fan Fest. I think this might be better. FanFest has its place, and there's many things I like about FanFest. It's everyone in one location. FanFest is this, like, fan gathering, like, where, like, we'd go, and we wouldn't necessarily see the players because we're not getting in line for the autographs, but we would see friends. Sure. And FanFest would be about seeing friends and, and stuff. a rather generous term for it. But, yes, we would see our baseball or associates. Sure. Yeah, we would see acquaintances. Sure, yeah. Um. Where I think FanFest lacked is FanFest Fest became more and more vendor-centric and less giveaway-centric. FanFest used to be about the fans and giveaway, giveaway, giveaway. We show you your appreciation, and it turned more into, into- – besides the talk, I love the talk. I love the, the, the Duquette and guys on stage talking. Yeah, I love that part, part of FanFest. That's the best part. That's the best part. But if you walk, walk around, it ended up being like – Restaurants and Utz potato chips and stuff, giving things out. Well, even even like stuff. here's a used Orioles jersey for 120 bucks. <laughs> exactly. Right. 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 It wasn't a deal. It wasn't family friendly. Where this has fun things, and they're going. I like that they're going to colleges. I like that if you want to pay more, you can go bowling and you can go do top golf with the Orioles. That's fine. That gets the people that have money, gets them out of there. Gets them out of there. And then you can still have these fan rally things, which are just fun. Yeah, people are complaining about the bowling price. I, uh, I think it was expensive with um, bowling. I'm sure it was. Yeah. It was uh, $90 a person. Yeah. But I get it. It includes food bowling. I get it. You're paying. Um, let's see. The guest for O's bowling was Mike Elias, Heston Kerstead, Adley Rushman, Ramon Urias, and Terran Vavra. Yeah. Uh, that's a. I mean, you get Adley and you get Mike, so no one's complaining. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's. It's always interesting to see how they pair people up. Like, who's the? It's kind of like a uh, when you go to a concert and there's the headliner and then other guys they want you to get excited for, but you don't really care. Like the cheap acts. And I think that's interesting to see how they've paired people. Shots up. fired at Kirsten and Barbara. Okay. Well, you know, like at the York Expo Center, they have. John Means with Dylan Tate. Who's bringing in the Who's bringing in the people? In session two, you've got Felix Batista. Uh, he's a closer, but he does excite everyone with Dean Creamer. Yeah. So it's it's interesting to see the um, who are that top golf. You're kind of pushing the golf angle too. So you get Brian Baker, Austin Hayes, Joey Crable, and Cedric Mullins. Not a great cast there. Yeah. 
but you also get to do golf. Yeah. So is that the one in Baltimore? Is that, is that open now? That top golf? Apparently, that one is. Right. It's in it's in Baltimore, so I assume, I assume that means yeah, it's open. Right I haven't been. Yards, yeah. Yeah, I haven't been up there in a while. I like the idea. I like the idea of maybe one of these trips where we're up in Baltimore going and playing top golf before a game. I love top golf. Yeah, and maybe we'll just run into Cedric Mullins and play top golf at Cedric Mullins and not have to pay extra for it. Who knows? Right, or maybe some three three sixers. Maybe we do an event there and we just say, "Hey, everyone, come play top golf with us." Yeah, for ninety and bucks a person. We will not charge. We will not charge eighty five dollars a person. Maybe just sixty five. We'll charge whether you can pay for your bay, and we'll have our own bay, right. and we'll see you there. No, like, you can buy us food and beer. The the thing about Fan Fest, you're right. I really enjoyed being around all the diehard Oriole fans. Seeing Fan Fest was like it's finally baseball season right, for a day. Right, and that's the thing too. It was like happened in the middle of the off season, so it's like it was like that one kind of taste of baseball to get you through the off season. Was it and, the Winter Carnival that you went to? What's that? Winter Caravan. It was Winter Caravan, yes. right? Yes, that's what I went to at Cam- at, in Utah, at Utah Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that because it was winter. It was cold. It was raining. I think it was even it was snowing a little bit or raining. Yeah. But it's baseball. Yeah. So I like it. Yeah. I don't even know if there were any players there. But it was like Michael Isaac, my dad, talking about other players. But but I, I, I put in a request for Michael Elias and Sig Dell on the podcast. Okay. What about John Angelos? I did not ask John Angelos. I did ask uh, who's the vice president? The vice president? Ro- Rosman. Oh, yeah. yeah. Eve? I, I asked for one of those three. Yeah. yeah. They said, uh, we're busy right now. Ask us once spring training starts. So we'll see. I'm pushing. I'm pushing. Yeah, that's her. She's good. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So so whatever. I don't care. I'm not even living in, in Baltimore. I, know we talk, I don't know why we talked about this for 20 minutes. I don't even care. Um, but, because we're the voice of the fans. Yeah. There you go. Uh, and then, wait. Isn't that 105.7 the fans slogan? Yeah. Yeah, but I, the after their interview with John Angelos and Michael Elias, I don't know if they can say that the voice of the fan anymore when, you know, they won't ask any questions. You know, oh, John Angelos went know, on there and Michael Elias, and they didn't ask him about the yeah. Dan Connolly stuff. They didn't ask him about showing the right. book. They didn't ask him about the lawsuit. They nothing didn't ask hard. Him. Nothing hard. It was, but, it was suck up, suck up, suck up. Why? Because they're the partner. They're not. Because they're the partner station. Yes, they are. No, it's WBAL. Aren't Games Broadcast on 105.7? No, there's WBAL. Oh, is it? All right. You're right. You're right. It is WBL. Yeah. It's w- it used to be 105.7. I don't know why. Yeah. So, so why Maybe is 105.7 in... sucking up? Because that's what all these people do. Because they want to get invited in. Because, like only Conley. Because they're. Like the Baltimore Sun won't ask real questions anymore. They're all sucking up. Well, it's because, I mean, I think it's, I don't know what the even show was on. Um, but because if they if they ask the hard questions, radio John Angelos will not come back, and John Angelos might limit who else goes back. Yeah, yeah, but but uh, I mean, how often does John Angelos give interviews anyway? Um, and and yeah, they they might limit, but I don't know. It just seems like um, this is more of a way to turn listeners off is to uh, not ask. Uh, there's a is to just do a fluff piece, and they're not even. It's not even. It was totally a fluff piece. It's just weird but, to me. But, but but they don't they it's 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 sucking up it's it's hey let's give this great interview this fluff piece and then we'll have uh then that way you can send um uh it was was Mike Michael Elias was with Peter Angelo so you don't want to upset Michael Elias yeah. or oh, John Angelo sorry I wish it was Peter Angelo I told you my my wish list for the years for Peter Angelo to come to an Oriole game because I want to cheer him on not yeah not because I'm against them 
So um, here are a couple quotes from John Angelos. All right. He said, quote, and this is the interview I want to send the fan. He said, quote, I'd love to be sitting in New York with three hundred million with a three hundred million dollar payrolls. You've got to build it like any small, medium, or large business. It's cyclical, and then you hope that you can continue to feed the cycle. And I think we'll be able to return to the top half of the league. John Janelle just says. It's crap. He can choose what his payroll is. He can tell them to not be a thirty million payroll. He can, can he doesn't need to go we don't need three hundred million. We want 120, 130 million, and I'll be happy. Spend a little bit of money. That's all we're asking. He's out of touch. Do you know who's, who's what's also crap? On what's crap? On um, this happened in August of last year. Mike Elias said, just bringing this up. Mike Elias said, in kind of at context to John yeah. Angelos' quote. Mike Elias said, "Quote our plan for this offseason." has always been to significantly escalate payroll. He goes right. on to but say, they I think a lot of our guys, I think a lot of this is going to come through our own guys going to arbitration, but also we plan to explore free agency much more aggressively. We plan to maybe make some, some buy trades for some guys that are either on contracts or kind of in the t- tail end of their arbitration. The success has only seen many of those plans. I'm really looking forward to the offseason and the kind of winter meeting environment where we're buying I think it's going to be a lot of fun for our group and for the organization. Josh, they have a payroll projected to be about $63 million, which is about the same it was last year. There's been no significant escalation in payroll. In 2017, the payroll was $164 million. So don't talk to me about how I wish I had a $300 million payroll. I don't need that. I need not $60 million. I'm just asking for $120 million. I'm not even asking for what you paid in 2017. But make and spend money on a real veteran. It's extremely frustrating to say three to try to talk down like, "Oh, we can't do 300 million. I wish we could." Nobody wants 300 million. We're not asking for that. So it's pretty irritating for him to do that. And yeah, our payroll went up a little bit this year because we made arbitration deals. That's it. That's the only thing that raised it a slight bit. Yeah, and and even that, it's about what it was last year. So it's not even that significant. So Right. I, yeah, I, I mean, I, no, it's, I think this offseason, um, I think Michael Elias swung and missed. I mean, my only explanation could be Michael Elias swung and missed. I mean, his, his quote again. But how? From the interview. What did he swing at and miss? Well, because he, it wasn't Carlos Correa because he had multiple, multiple opportunities as things kept falling through. And that deal that the Twins got, we could have easily outdid that and everyone would have been happy. Well, well, here's what the quote said. He said we had some – Michael Elias said in that same 105 interview – that John Angelus was on. He said, we had some very close opportunities where it just went in a different direction. We've been talking to everybody. There's nothing imminent as of this afternoon, but the change is this sort of one text, one phone call sometimes. We really like our team. We see areas where we can get better, and we're trying to pursue those players, but there's competition out there. So Josh, he said he's had, he's had some close calls, just hasn't been able to kind of get it done. Oh, yeah. I called. I offered Carlos Correa 20 bucks and a Wawa sub. He didn't want to come. I mean, I, I only wanted Nathan Avaldi. I wasn't even asking for all that much. Right. I Nathan Avaldi. Um, I don't. I don't. I'd like to see what those offers are. You want to be straightforward? Come out and be honest with it. Tell us when you open up the books, when Dan Connolly comes over to the warehouse and you open the, the books, share with him and let him publish. The offer you made to Evaldi, the offer you made to Correa, 
let us know these offers that got turned down so then we as fans can understand. Because, hey, if you say, hey, we made this deal for this for Correa and he turned it down, and you publish that, if that's not true, Scott Boris is coming out and calling you out. If it is true, you look great to the fan base as you tried. If it's crap, let us judge. Put your money out there. You want to open up the books? Show us the offers also. Yeah. I mean, you can talk about That's what I would say. You can talk about arbitration. I don't know why this upsets me so much. I think it's because I feel like he's going on the this radio and doing a fluff interview and not really saying anything of, of – of, he's not saying anything. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, the high – I mean, I know like Santander did a contract for $7.5 million. It's good for him. But at the end of the day, our highest paid guy on the team right now is Kyle Gibson at one year, $10 million. So – Come on now. I think, and even even if it wasn't that, Josh, we talked about other options. Like we talked, listen, Mike, it's kind of, you know, you didn't get the right deal. It happens. Make a trade. Make a or, trade. Or where, where's my Adley Rutschman extension? Right? Like put the money there then. Put the money into a long term right, deal for Adley something. or something. That would make us all happy. Yes. But, um, and I love, what is it? Eight, eight players in the top 100. We'll get to that. Love that. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, like, but that doesn't help us now, right? It, it's weird because you, we're critical in this sense. In the other sense, this organization has never been, literally, never been in a better spot. True. Um, in terms and, of prospect and young players, we've never had so many right. players. And there was, we're in a great position. Fun, fun predictions past couple of weeks from MLB.com and stuff saying, hey, the Orioles in 2024 in the 2024 World Series or the 2025 World Series. That's all great, but if you spent a little money. You could be in the 2023 World Series. And if we want to win the World Series, we need to get there every year. Get us in the playoffs this year. A little bit of money would have pushed that in. I still think there's hope for this team to make the playoffs. But a little bit of money could have really made us a favorite going in and excited us. Yeah, listen. That's um, all I want. It's, it's impossible not to see so many names. in. I mean, you look at any list. We got eight guys in there. And, and it changes a little bit. Whether you got Joey Ortiz in there or something, but but every list right. has eight guys, and um, that it's so. And All we right. have well, guys too. Of course, we have the number one overall in Gunnar Henderson, back to back number one guys. Um, we have Jackson Holiday in the top of the team, but outside of Jackson Holiday, a lot of the other top one hundred guys are guys in AAA, close to major league ready. Yeah, no, and that's exciting. I'm not going to say anything bad about that. No, it's, it's awesome. All right, but at least. He at least addressed like staying in Baltimore, and they're, they've signed the extension for Camden Yards and stuff, right? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. did he cover that? No, no, no. They didn't ask him about that yeah. at all. Did Did he address the lawsuit with the Nats and how that's holding us back? Well, meanwhile, the Nats are up for sale. I'm sure. Or about I'm sure that came up at some point. Like yeah, yeah. Uh, no, didn't ask any questions. How about the Mass and App? We all love the Mass and App. Uh, everybody wants to stream the Orioles without blackouts. Did he bring that up? I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure he brought that up. Uh, actually, that came up briefly, and he said that it's complicated in cable bills and a, a bunch of fluff with nothing, no promises. Uh, so, but, uh, but at least sure they finally put the family drama to bed. Yeah, I'm sure. No, they didn't even ask about that. They didn't bring up the books and Dan Connolly or any of that. It was so a was total Dan Connolly fluff. not going to see the books, Josh? Even after John Angelo said last week that this week he would open the books for Dan Connolly? Is that not true? I have not heard of a Dan Connolly interview. Let me check the Twitter. I have not checked. I have not received an invite yet. Yeah, there, there's. Nothing. I've got the I've got the plane running on on the tarmac. I'm ready to go. Yeah. 
right. But I have yet to receive the invite. Um, yeah, I don't know. You mean Dan Connolly didn't get the invite? What's today? Monday? When did that happen? Sometime last week. Said this week he would. Uh, this week. Um, all right. Well, then maybe the invite's still coming. It's, so maybe it's still coming. Um, you know, they're, they're releasing um, a lot of lists now. A lot of lists are being out there. The MLB is kind of doing top prospect by, by, by position. Um, I think we got the number two prospect as a right-handed pitcher. We got a top 10 prospect in DL Hall, left-handed pitcher. Um, we got at, at third base, it was just announced today or yesterday that we got two players uh, in Gunnar Henderson and also Kobe Mayo made the top 10 prospects in that position. Um, according to Baseball America, which is, you know, a much respected, um, you know, prospect list, we got, uh, you know, eight in the top 100, Gunnar Henderson at one, Grayson at six, Jackson uh, at, at Holiday at 15. Three guys from one team in the top 15 is super impressive. Right, that's good. Colton Cowser, D.L. Hall, Jordan Westbrook, Con- Norby, jo- Connor Norby, and Joey Ortiz, all, all on that top 100 list for, for Baseball America. And, and all of them except for – um, Jackson Holiday could be in the majors this year. Like they're all close um, to being majorly ready or are majorly ready right now. Um, so, I mean, this team is going to be better. We made no significant upgrades in the offseason, and we're going to be a lot uh-huh. better. That, that's what happens when you draft well. No, and that's great. Yeah, that's and that's, I can't complain about that. No, it's exciting. It's it's good stuff. I'm pumped about it. Uh, and you just hear people like I was listening to Baseball America. A couple guys talking about Joe Ortiz. Comparing him to Jeremy Pena with the, with the Astros, and Joey Ortiz was on no one's radar a couple years ago, um, and now he's he's starting to get on everybody's radar. And that's you talk about Jordan Westberg. Well, maybe we should talk about Joey Ortiz in the same breath. And it's going to be really interesting to see. I mean, all these middle infielders: Joey Ortiz, Norby, Westberg, Gunner. They're all infielders. Where are they going to put them all? There's not room for them all. It's going to be interesting. I I mean. I know no trades have been made, and maybe you're going to wait till the deadline. But you can't go – I don't see how you go all year this year, certainly not in the next year with with this same group of guys because there's just not room for everybody. So it's going to be no. – I mean, this is a good problem to have that we have a lot of really good young players and, and not enough spots for them. So deals must be made. Deals must be made. It's just a matter of well, – Let's hope they it. do. Let's hope they do. Yeah. And do that. at this point, I bet they're waiting until maybe July. Yeah, it could be. Maybe the trade deadline. It could be, and, and so. maybe they feel like they can get a better deal there, better assess their their needs. Like I said, there's some benefits. I mean, to- I am not opposed to Otani coming at the end of July. I'm okay with that. Right. I'll accept that. All right. But, yeah. The final playoff push. All right. Right. I mean, I think part of the so, problem, um, this, I mean, just with making trades, at this point in the offseason – I mean, we just saw a lot of people talked about Pablo Lopez as a possibility from the Marlins. He was just traded to, to nope. the Twins. They just, so he's not yep. a possibility anymore, obviously. But like, I think. Again, a deal we could have done. Just putting it out there. Yeah. I, I, Who has more prospects? Us or the Twins? Yeah. Well, they wanted major league talent. Like they wanted, I think, probably like the Cedric Mullins type guy um, because they got a you know, major league hitter. They wanted to do. Which a, I might be okay with. Yeah. I, I would not have been okay with that. But. Um, I'm okay with trading prospects. I don't want to deplete areas of this team. Um, well, I think the question is how close are some of these prospects? Right. Are some of these prospects, we have a lot of outfield prospects. Are any of them going to be banging up on the door come spring training? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure yet. 
in the top 100, we have one output prospect. Okay. All right. But I think one thing that makes trades hard is with the expanded playoffs. I mean, I think, and the, I mean, I think the majority of baseball teams think they have a chance to make the playoffs, right? I think there's very few teams that are like the Orioles were a couple of years ago, where they live just like throwing the tail, that throwing the the, the 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 towel. I think there's very few teams. Um, maybe the Athletics, maybe the Pirates, but I think the majority of teams, even like the Royals and the Rangers and people who had down years last year, they think they're in it this year. And so they're not selling pieces. The Brewers aren't selling pieces. These other teams aren't selling pieces. Right. Hopefully right. by July, some of these teams will be sellers who are now not sellers. And so I think that's what I don't know. That's where, again, the expanded makes it more difficult that in July, there might be even more people that say, hey, we got a chance. Yeah. And isn't that, that's the whole point is to make more buyers. Right. Yeah, but now it just feels like everybody thinks. I mean, the Marlins think they're think, thinks they're buyers. Everybody in that right. That's what I'm buyers. saying. Yeah, but yeah. we'll see. We'll see how this plays out. Certainly, Michael Elias is. I mean, he can't be happy with the upgrades he's made. This is not a successful offseason for Michael Elias so far. No, that's why they got to extend Mike, uh, extend Adley Rushman. It's the only thing you can do. Yeah. I mean, he can. Do Who's nothing. got a better? He can do nothing, and the orders will still be good, though. Right, I guess so. But that's like saying the Ravens had a successful offseason because they fired their offensive coordinator. They still got all the talent. They're good. Right, they're good. Like, right, right. They got the talent. They didn't do anything to make themselves better, but they made one good move. So, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's frustrating because it only takes one little move. One move, and we get excited. And they haven't done a move. Yeah, I, I know, I know, but I think once we game one starts, and once like we get, start clamoring for Colton Cowser and start clamoring for, you know, Grace Rodriguez will hopefully already be there. But once you start seeing these guys, I mean, I'm more excited about Grace Rodriguez than I would even be about Nathan Navaldi, to be honest. Like, I want to watch Grace Rodriguez. I think he'll be right. better than Nathan Navaldi, um, and so I'm more excited about that. And so even though I'm disappointed with the offseason, I'm just I'm also kind of pumped to be able to see all these young players. Um, no, and I agree. I'm right there with you. That is true. That is true. Now, this all assumes and I still that it works out the a bunch of games. If they don't. Right. Right. And I still have hope that 2023 we're in this and we're, uh, and we're starting out. Early. But I think about last year and I think about the difference this team did when Adley Rushman was on this team. And Adley didn't come in June. And you think about what if we had Adley at the beginning of the season? We make the playoffs. And I think this – right. And I think the same way about this team – that what if we had one of these top of the pitchers at opening day? Like, Grayson Rodriguez, we're going to have him, but he's young. John Means, we're not going to get until maybe June. What if we had another a John Means-like guy in this rotation from day one? Is that enough to push us into playoffs instead of competitive baseball in September? Yeah. Oh, I have very little doubt this team won't make the playoffs. I think a, a top rotation arm but, but, playing for the division. I, I very low doubt we're going to make the playoffs. But you're right. The, we talked about it before. The biggest flaw in this, this this rotation is they have a ton of talent. Kyle Bradish can be really good. Right. Dean Kramer can be really good. Grayson Rodriguez can be really good. We have no one who has a track record to be a top arm. Right? No one no. who has, for multiple years, has been at the top all arm in the rotation. And that's what this team needs. 
That's the only thing I needed from this offseason was a top arm. And that top arm from opening day. All right, we might trade for the top arm in July. Great. But then we were back to playing the what-if game. What if we had him for the whole season? Yeah, well, That could be an extra five, six wins, which could give you that division. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, I think the, the, the two things on Michael Ashley's agenda, he hasn't done that yet, and I, I, it's getting too late to address it. And the other thing was the middle of the order bat. Um, our offense was average last year. Now, it got better with Adley, got better with Gunner. Yeah. But overall, it was average. And right. Adam Frazier and James McCann is going to you know push you to an above-average offense. Um, we're still relying on Mountcastle and Santander to big the big run producers in the lineup. You're counting on Gunnar Henderson to do what he did last year, which I think is a big ask. And you count on Adley to, 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 again, match what he did last year and no one to have a setback or sophomore slump. Again, these are Agreed. big asks. And even with all that, we still ended the year kind of middle of the road in, 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 in our lineup. So I think there's also room for improvement um, yep. for, for the, for the bats. So um, this team is not flawless, but Michael Elias did not address these areas at all. We're just going to be the same team with the addition of these young players. Right now the, the same team that has a great back end and a great farm system and things to be excited. Yeah, and very close to making playoffs last year. And if Adley was there the whole right. year, if Gunner was there the whole year, we would have made the play. If Grayson, right. but that's my problem. Hurt, I don't want to. Would have maybe made the play. I don't. I don't want to play the what if game anymore. I just want to get in the playoffs. Yeah, that's all I want. Yeah, because I don't want what if anymore. I mean, the other thing about the starting rotation. I mean, we were really healthy last year outside of John Means. Yeah. I know the Grayson Rodriguez thing and the Adler thing being here, but overall, right. we were pretty healthy. If you lose yeah, a couple guys, go if, if let's say Grayson goes down and a, and a Dean Kramer goes down, oh, yeah, your rotation's screwed. So. You also, it's also like a lack of lack of depth issue here with these positions as well, specifically with starting pitching. Right. So. All right. Either way, I'm excited for this year. I know I, I get in this mode where I get irritated, and it feels like I'm complaining about this team when this team has a lot of hope and a lot of joy, and there's a whole lot to be excited oh, about. Oh, this team is going to be so much fun to watch. Gunnar Henderson's so much fun to watch. Grayson Rodriguez throwing to Adley Rutschman. I mean, that's going to be must-watch television right there. Um, it's going to be – I mean, there, there used to be a time when you would just tune in for a Trey Mancini at bat, and then you, you could leave him go to the bathroom for three innings because you didn't care about anybody else. Right. Now it's like, I want to see Mateo bat. I want to see Gunner bat. I want to see Adley bat. I want to see Cedric Mullins bat. I want to see Mountcastle bat. I want to see Kyle Stowers bat. Like, I want to see when, – when, when it gets here, I want to see Colton Cowser bat. Like, like this lineup is just very entertaining, right? I want to see Grace Rodriguez pitch. I want to see Kyle Bradish pitch. I'm, you, you darn know I'm going to see uh, Felix Bautista pitch. Um, there's just a lot of likable, entertaining, really talented players on this team, and it's going to be it's going to be a great year. We we can get into the bold predictions if we get a little bit closer, but this is, I mean, this is a, a birdland full of more optimism, um, you know. Yes, that, that since the Manny Machado days, right? We have not been, I feel like, this optimistic about a team going into this year since the Manny Machado days. Agreed, agreed. Everything about this team, there's things to be excited about. I finally am excited to go to road games. Like I'm looking at the Boston series. I've been wanting to go to Fenway for a while, yeah. But my thing has been, I don't want to go to Fenway to see an embarrassment, right? And now it's like we have Fenway. It's a weekend series. And I'm excited about this team. 
So that might be my trip. That might be my trip this year. Might be Boston. Yeah. So no, I agree. It's fun, and hopefully Boston stinks. So right. Win win. Right. All right. Do we get out of here? Yeah, hey, let's do it. So much to talk about for uh, a mid-January show. Yeah, or late January. Yeah. What are we? Three weeks. Yeah, we got three weeks for pitching. We got through some stuff. We were. It's, we didn't even get to the international signings. Maybe we'll touch on that next week. Um, a successful international signing period for the Orioles. Um, so yeah. a lot, a lot going right for the Orioles, despite you know, a nincompoop owner. A lot of stuff going right for the Orioles. Correct. All right, guys, you can follow all our hot takes on uh, on the Orioles and other news. Um, maybe Josh will. I don't know. Put some little league updates there on there too. At uh, maybe he'll put maybe he'll post some <laughs> no, no, videos no, no, of some no. drills you're doing. No, 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 uh, no, 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 no. You have to come here for any of my Little League hot takes. I am not risking it, parents being able to read something and take it out of context. They can take my own voice out of context. All right. All right. We'll see. So, Josh, maybe uh, email may or may not be leaked ends. by a parent. His emails may or may not be leaked by a parent. Um, I don't care. If, if, you're, hey, if you're a parent listening to this podcast, let me know. Give me a heads up. Right. Yes. You wouldn't want to know that. And, and tell someone that really likes the Orioles. All right. Um, the, or the major league team, not the... Not the uh, Correct. St. Augustine. Right. We're Orioles. not going to be doing right unless all the parents are listening. Then we'll start doing a little update on, the, on the, 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 the baby birds. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But you no, know, you can That's follow not, me at yeah. section three three six. You can follow Josh on Twitter at Josh Roca and check out BirdlandSports.com and at BirdlandSports on Twitter. Working on new shirt designs uh, that are probably launch the first week in February to get you ready for spring training. All right. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always. Go O's. And it goes to anyone. Absolutely. This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. 
cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC.